Good morning, Contrarians! Friday morning, December 8th, 6.20 a.m. Well, stocks finally put in a rally yesterday, led by tech. The Nasdaq was up over 1%. Happy times. Today, it's all about jobs, the non-farm payrolls figure out at 8.30 a.m. And right now, as we look at our board of indicators, there are no clear signs of direction as can be expected. Stock index futures are unchanged, with the exception of small caps. The Russell 2000 is up three-tenths of one percent. Commodities are continuing to gain ground. WTI crude oil is up 1.8 percent to trade around $70.50 a barrel. Copper is up eight-tenths of one percent. Bonds are selling off a bit. We have the yield on the two-year up five basis points, to 4.63%. The 10-year yield is up six basis points to 4.19%, keeping in mind that yields move inversely to prices. They're up this morning, but that basically leaves them unchanged over the last week. So in terms of known events, all about the jobs. Jobs day today, the first Friday of the month. Actually, it's not. Last Friday was the first, but I guess we... uh, we, sometimes it's postponed a week, but whatever. So the non-farm payrolls are out at 8.30, and the number that you are looking for here is 180,180 new jobs. That is what economists are expecting. It would be a small increase over the 150,150 recorded last month. This would keep the unemployment rate at 3.9%. I have included a chart here for you, which demonstrates that the payrolls figure, this monthly number, has been dwindling in recent months. It's not a straight line down. This number is notoriously fickle. We'll talk about that in the bottom line, but it is there is clear direction downward. Three of the last five months have seen numbers below 200,000. And to give you an idea, the last time before that, you have to go back to the dark days of COVID, I think. My chart only goes to January of 2022, and there were zero numbers below 200,000 until June of this year. And then we had June, August, and also October, all below 200,000. So today they're expecting 180,000. That'll be the first consecutive sub 200,000 print since the dark days of COVID. And that would potentially really say something about the economy. But we also today have the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey that's out at 10 o'clock. This will obviously be overshadowed, but it's worth paying attention to. And the uh, economists are expecting a reading of 62.0, which is a small improvement over the 61.3 recorded last month. But more important probably is what's in the show notes. In the show notes, that's what I'm reading from. What's in in the details of the report. And consumers are surveyed on a whole bunch of things, including their expectations for the economy, current conditions, and inflation. As we listen to a little piano music here. This is Schumann have to pronounce it correctly. Sorry. Gotta do it. But where this leaves us this morning, last month, the uh, we had a tepid NFP print and that kicked off a nice rally in stocks, if you'll recall. 
this month, it's not clear if the setup is the same. Because these higher for longer fears, the higher for longer Fed is basically dead. Fed's dead. At least the higher for longer Fed. For all intents and purposes. There's no real concerns anymore about the Fed moving interest rates any higher. Inflation numbers have been coming down steadily. And now it looks like the jobs are less plentiful. Job, job creation, I should say, is less plentiful than it was just six months ago. So the pressure on the Fed to raise rates is gone. So it would appear that what that means is that there will not be, under that premise, there will not be a relief rally if today's number comes in soft. Remember that for months and months, if not years, we were rooting for a soft number because this would remove pressure on the Fed. Well, the Fed's done. Fed fund futures are pointing to cuts as, re- as, as soon as March. That's in three meetings. But for now, the, nobody is realistically claiming the Fed is going to move higher. There's some people out there, but very few. And so if the number comes in below expectations, which is what we've been rooting for here in the last year or two, it may not give us a relief rally. And then if it comes in above expectations, could that renew concerns about higher for longer? Probably not, but it could. Maybe if it's very hot, but you also have to realize that this there this number is fickle and there are often outliers. And they're they're often very big outliers. And so it's not on a monthly basis, it's maybe hard to read in too much into this. Although again, last month did have a nice did kick off a nice rally, but it's the longer term trend. And so if today is an outlier, investors are wise to this and usually don't freak out too much if this is big. Having said that, if the number comes in negative, if we have negative jobs, that would probably really bring fears of an economic slowdown. And if we have that, then who knows? That could be bad for stocks too. Because there's been a lot of talk here and and there's all these charts and things that point to when the Fed does start cutting rates, that this is not always good for stocks. It might be in a short term, but over the long term, the reason the Fed is cutting rates is because the economy is slowing and companies are not growing earnings. And therefore, stocks are over the long term, maybe or the medium term, maybe not a great place to be in a environment where the Fed is cutting rates. They aren't cutting yet, but today's number could give us a little bit of a hint about when they are going to start. And I mentioned the Fed fund futures now pricing in a rate cut in March. We have a meeting in December and one in January before that. But you're going to want to keep an eye on this number, especially for January. There's a couple of small percent of of a chance of a rate cut being priced into January right now. But that may change today. So keep an eye on that. And you would think, again, that this because this number is so fickle, it won't freak people out. But 
one would also think that the concern today is to the downside that that we do get something negative that shows potentially even negative uh, uh, job cuts fewer fewer cre- less job creation than than uh than than job destruction i guess and that could really bring fears of economic slowdown now what this means is this would be good for bonds because bonds do well in a in a uh, environment where the fed is cutting rates and if today's print speeds up the or brings forward the cuts rate cuts then that would be certainly good for bonds so that's that's at least a setup from where i where i'm sitting could be wrong here we could get a, a freak out in the bond market if the number prints hot but who knows we'll have to see it'll be out in about two hours here as i ramble on i've gone on for nine minutes far too long this morning so i'm going to leave it there and shut up but not before wishing you a happy and healthy weekend and we'll see you back here again on monday morning speak then bye